In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So there come those days in your life where you might find yourself asking, who am I? Why am I here? Well, Moses was having one of those days. There he was, minding his own business, tending to the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, when God comes down to call him to action. Jesus referred to this as the passage about the bush in our gospel text we just heard. This encounter with God at the burning bush is a central turning point in Moses' life. And by extension, it's a turning point in the life of God's people, the Hebrew nation. A turning point in our history as well. So at this momentous meeting, at this divine interruption of ordinary life, after Moses has hidden his face, after he has stripped the sandals from his feet to stand in the presence of the most holy God, how does Moses respond to God's call? Who am I? When called by God to serve, that's what Moses has to say. It's almost like Moses is thinking that God has him confused for someone else. Why do you want me? He has a hard time understanding why God would pick him. Send him to go back to Egypt, that country that he fled for killing an Egyptian. Why would God send him to represent him, to bring the Hebrew people out from slavery? Moses doesn't want to do it. For most of the rest of this chapter and for a lot of Exodus chapter 4, Moses keeps bringing up one excuse after another to try to convince God that he's got the wrong guy here. Even if he doesn't. Even if God is right in picking Moses, how is Moses supposed to accomplish what God has called him to do? Well, before you get too harsh on Moses and his who am I, put yourself in his sandals. You and I, we're not all that different from Moses. And it's exciting to see God, right? The burning bush, whoa! We don't often get experiences like that. But it is exciting when we get to be in his presence. Today, right now, you and I get to hear God's word. We get to receive the gifts of grace that he has for us today. Because he's here, according to his promise. So are the sandals still on your feet? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, he is here for you. It is exciting to be called out from God, from the world, to be made his people, to be given a new identity in Christ. And we enjoy a community, a family of faith here that surrounds us and supports us. It's exciting. But like Moses, we're not all that excited to do God's work. Who am I? 
God, I, I think you're actually looking for someone else. Why do you want me? I can't do what you're asking. It's outside the realm of my experience. I'm not qualified for the job. I'm too busy with all the other things that are going on in my life right now. I'm afraid. Yep. You and me and Moses, not really all that different after all. But here's the thing about the passage about the bush as Jesus referred to it. It's not really about Moses. It's about the one who's calling Moses. Moses questions God's call to action, saying, who am I? But instead of answering that question, God gives a better response. Here's who I am. God sends Moses to Egypt with his name, with the divine personal name that most of our English versions of the Bible replace with Lord in small caps. After the service, go take your worship bulletin, flip through it and see how many times that Lord in small caps pops up because what it's actually saying is God's name. In Hebrew, those four letters, Y-H-W-H, it's pronounced Yahweh. Yahweh is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Yahweh is the creator of the universe, and his name has meaning. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to this people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Yahweh is a name of action. It doesn't simply mean I am who I am because the word that's there also means I was, I will be. Yahweh is the being, doing, is-ing God. God's name speaks to his character because he is the one true living God. He is God of action. Listen to some of the other verbs right around this passage about the bush that tells us about God's response to the plight of his people in Egypt. And God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew. God heard. God remembered, God saw, God knew. So how is it that this God of action responds to the need of his people? This being, doing, ising God. Well, hear his word. I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up of that land to a good and broad land. God has come down to lift up. God has come to deliver. God has come to save. That's what he does. God knew exactly who Moses was. He knew Moses long before he called to him out of the burning bush. He knew him before his Hebrew mother put her, her baby boy in a basket in a river to spare him from death. 
before he was drawn up from the water there and raised in the house of Pharaoh as a prince of Egypt, before he spent decades in the wilderness learning to be a shepherd after running away from Egypt. When Moses asked God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? God could have said, you're the one that I have been preparing for just this moment since the day you were born. But really, it's not important in that moment who Moses was. What's most important is the fact that I am who I am is sending Moses with his name. God promised to be with Moses. Yahweh says, but I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Before anything else, God gives Moses his promise. He's telling him how this story is going to play out. Another name for Mount Horeb? Mount Sinai. Ever heard of that one before? God will bring his people here. God will deliver them. I am also means I will be. When God called Moses to action, he wasn't sending him out alone. Yahweh will go with him. And you know what? The Lord God gives that same promise to you through his son. Who am I? You are a redeemed child of God. A child of Yahweh through Christ. It doesn't matter who you were before because back then there was no way that you could serve God. You had nothing to offer. But through the working of the Holy Spirit who draws you up and gives you new life in those waters of baptism, you have a new identity in Christ. You have a new name that has been put upon you. God has washed away all the sin of the past, and that is something that you can remember and experience in each new day because you bear God's name. Yahweh calls you to action. He calls you as his child, and he sends you with his name. Now, he might be calling you to do something which is seemingly impossible. Because if you're following Jesus as his disciple, that's something that none of us can accomplish on our own. But as he did with Moses, God doesn't send you alone. He promises to be with you. The very name of Jesus, it's the Greek form of the Hebrew name Joshua. And Joshua means Yahweh saves. It's what he does. You don't need to worry or question who you are. You belong to Christ Jesus. And it is who he is that makes all the difference. Amen.